All right, and we're back. Welcome back to the Auto Authorities Podcast. My name is Jay and Gerald coming to you live. And boy, do we have a good one for you today. We are talking about financing, how easy it is to get, not how banks are pulling out and what you can do to get back and just make smart decisions as far as financing goes. Gerald, are you ready to do this? Sure. Let's go. Let's go. Have you ever felt like you were taken for a ride while buying, selling, or repairing your car? Well, not anymore. I'm Jay, and this is the podcast to tell you what to watch out for, whether you are buying, selling, or repairing your car. With over 26 years of automotive experience, we are the Auto Authorities. This podcast is sponsored by iAutoAgent.com. We're real estate agents for cars. Booyah! Welcome back to the Auto Authorities Podcast. This is Jay and Gerald coming to you live. Before we get going here, I'd like to thank our sponsors, iAutoAgent.com. That's I like integrity, AutoAgent.com. Real estate agents for cars, they'll help individuals and businesses with fleets sell their vehicles so they don't have to do it themselves. They handle everything and it's done for them everything at no cost to them. And also the other side of the business where iAutoAgent helps you find the perfect vehicle for your personal self or your business needs. We will find the vehicle. We will make sure that the vehicle is reliable. We will make sure you get the best deal. We literally tee it up so you can get the vehicle problems of the four to seven hour, you know, dealership ordeals, so they don't exist, basically. Um, and then we have Gerald Bentley, my co-host. What's the sponsor we need to talk about with yours, Gerald? Well, we got the Wrestling with Sales podcast Ooh. available on YouTube and LinkedIn. Got some great guests on there. You can check in. We're going to post some clips from Tony Kazina. He is the head trainer of the New Zealand Dojo for New Japan Pro Wrestling. And he gets into a lot of having your mind on the right goal and preparing yourself to win. Because it's it's really important. You have to be willing to make the commitment to do the things that you need to do to make a victory possible. And he's a great motivator, and you can check that out on YouTube right now. Speaking of YouTube, if you would like to watch us on YouTube, you simply go to the Auto Authorities YouTube page and click subscribe, and you can be notified for all of our podcasts. And if you want to watch us live and like you want to be part of our Facebook group, you just simply go to the Auto Authorities Podcast Facebook group, click the Join Group button, and you can watch us live at Tuesday at 12 p.m. Central Time. And if you just want to listen to us on the drive to work, we have 19 different channels you can listen to us, including iTunes, Pandora, Google Podcasts. There's a million of them. You simply go to theautoauthorities.com. That's theautoauthorities.com. You can even leave us a message there. Tell us maybe a challenge you're having. We always love to help you. That's why we do what we do. Gerald, getting right into this, let's talk about financing. Sounds like a fun subject. Yeah, and you know, it's a subject that people really haven't had to think about for a long time because we had a long, long period, really since 2008, 
where the banks were buying at, and this seemed like kind of a kind of a random throwaway line that a lot of people didn't pay attention to, the Fed funds rate. That's the money rate that banks pay to borrow from the Federal Reserve. It was functionally 0% for years. That's why you had all the 0% loans on cars. That's why credit unions were able to get you loans down in the threes because they were loaning you money at 3% and they were still making money because they were borrowing it at zero. Well, over the last few months, as a just look it up as the means to combat inflation is the point that's being made by the Fed. They've been raising that Fed fund rate about a quarter point a month every month to where it's now almost at 6%. So, Jay, I mean, you know, you dealt with banks. Banks aren't in the business of not making money. Oh, no. And that's what I think you've brought up a really good point, Gerald, because I think we assume that people like understand how this all works. But the way that banks make money is they lend the money out and they give it, they give you your, your, you know, whatever 1% on your money market account. Mm -hmm. And then they go loan it over to here to Bobby, you know, it's six and 7% and they make that spread. It's called an arbitrage. And that's where, I think you guys got to know what what's going on because this this is really important is the banks are going to continue to make money. So if the Fed funds rate is what is it five and a half now, I think. Yeah, it's five and a half and yeah. probably going up another quarter. Are they are they talking? OK, so they're talking, they're talking about, about it. it. So that would put you at five, seven, five. Hopefully they pause this time and pausing, meaning they won't raise the rate, but they're going to make at least three percent. So if you think that you're going to get you know, a 5% rate, you're not going to get it. Now, the lowest rate that we're seeing here in St. Louis from some of our best credit unions is 5.99 up to 60 months. But there's also, you have to have a new enough vehicle and there's, mm -hmm. you have to have a perfect credit and not everybody has perfect credit. Yeah, here, um, there's banks in the Kansas City market that are offering 5.6 at 72, but that is on a new car, at 100% with a 740 or above credit score. So you can't have any negative equity. But 72 months, 5.6. I mean, a few years ago, that would have seemed high. Now it seems crazy low. It's incredibly low. In fact, because I, wow. Yeah. Here's your average used car rate as of the end of May. This is according to KBB, 13.9%. That's the average. So that's like a tier four. And just just so people know, what if you hear tiers thrown around, tier zero, 740, 720 and above. Tier one is usually 700 and up. Tier two, 680. Tier three, about 660. Tier four, you're probably like 640 and up. So tier four is near prime. Anything below that, subprime. Subprime rates, you're knocking on the door at 30%. You're at 29.99, which makes a car really expensive. Yeah. yeah, boy, I mean, and, and, uh, you know, there's always going to be people like we always try to protect you from scams. That's why we do what we do. There's going to be places like some of these buy here, pay here places. Um, they're putting these piece of crap cars on on the lot, and they're going to break down on you, they get their down payment, that basically covers their costs on their car. And mm -hmm. how, they try to get as many payments as they can out of you. 
and then they'll take back the car and they'll repo the car. So um, not to get too off topic here, but like what Gerald's saying That's is point. pretty scary right now. Um, hence the reason why we have, what's, what are the stats now on $20,000 and under cars? It's less than 30% of the cars in the marketplace. Unbelievable. And, you know, your average used car now is up and over $30,000. The average price, the average payment, sorry, the average price is up and over 30. The average payment's right there. It's like the slot machine, 777. Gosh. That's, that's a lot. There are and, people that I know that their house payment is probably right around that, maybe a little bit more. So this is getting scary and hopefully, hopefully the Fed pauses this time and they don't continue to raise the rate because I promise you, if they do raise the rate again, the car rates catch up, you know, not right away, but they Real will. Fast. Mm-hmm. And uh, people are just holding on to their cars longer. They're fixing their cars because they don't want to hop out of their car because they can't get into another car. Yeah. I mean, you're up to an average age of an American car of almost 13 years now, and that's part of it. Yeah. So I'm sure you've had some some run-ins with people trying to get uh, car financing. And there's a few things that I've ran into a lot. And I think some misconceptions that people have where if they're looking to buy a car, maybe in five, six months, they can help themselves and get a little bit of a leg up. I agree. And here's the other thing, folks, if you're looking to go buy a car, I usually, I like, so when the rates were really low, I'd say like, don't put any money down. Like, Take that low rate, take the 1.9 where it used to be like, they'd be silly to put money down because you could get more money uh, if you took that money and put it towards something else. I am going to tell you right now, put as much money down as you possibly can. You should, because there is not a stock in this or a mutual fund in this world right now that's bringing an average of 13.9%. Find your money not happening that's true that's yeah that's a very good point yeah. because if you were borrowing the money at zero percent then you're functionally making money by keeping your money in savings mm-hmm. at 13.99 yeah yeah yep. and it's and it's a tough call too because like even if like 5.6 up to 72 and 5.99 i it's a it's a tough call and banks are going to want to see money down though because just like Gerald said um he had used he had used something he said 100% and what that means is if you have ne- negative equity is like if you have if you owe more money than what the car is worth and you roll it to that next vehicle that's what he's saying is it has to book out for the bank and depending on if they're using NADA or what what form of uh, valuation they're using. If you don't have tip top credit, you ain't getting the car. Yeah. Because they're going to try to protect themselves and cut down how much they're lending out on the car. They're looking at the loan going, well, wait a minute. Hey, this is going to be a $1,200 a month payment. We're not doing that. And your dealership takes a look at it. They submit it to the banks because dealers say yes until the banks say no. And the bank comes back and said, oh, hey, you know what? Make this deal. We need $4,400 down. 
Yeah, yeah. And I, I will say this, that when it comes to banks, they're getting hit so hard right now. We have like credit unions, some of our great credit unions, they have repossessions happening like crazy right now because the good old government gave people money during the pandemic and they're like, here's all this money for you, free money. And people are like, oh, I'm going to go buy a car with that money. And then I'm going to go buy a car that I can't afford, but I'm still going to get, I'm still going to get approved because it's going to show that I make more money because I can use that money as income. And then three years later, here we are and all these repossessions happening. So when banks have to start repossessing cars, I promise you it will start to cost you because they're going to have to make up for their losses too. Yeah, and they're much more hesitant to go ahead and make a loan. They want to pull back because they're looking for their self-interest. And, yeah, hey, understandably so. And you're seeing it at fairly major banks. I mean, here's one that I think we all recognize, Citizens Bank. Mm -hmm. They are done doing indirect (sighs) auto loans. Unless you're going into their branch and you have an account, they're not doing an auto loan now. They're out. That follows regional finance dropping out about a week ago and Pentagon Federal Credit Union dropping out. Only going to do loans for members. No more indirect lending. And all that means is indirect lending. It's part of a change that's happened with dealerships really about the last 15 years. You used to have a few banks you had relationships with and you would fax the credit app over to the bank, fax the loan documents over, and then you had to wait a day or two to get an approval. Well, with programs like Dealer Track, Route 1, Cuddle, Credit Union Direct Lending, you have access to 30, 60 different lenders. Type the credit app in, it's just a push of a button, and you got an approval. Well, banks are pulling out of that. They went in and ran in during the time when the Fed funds rate was zero because it was free money. Now they're a little more hesitant and it's a combination, right? Interest rates going up, repo rates going up, and the price of the collateral going up. Not as exciting to get into that. So you're seeing some pullbacks. It's going to make it a little bit harder to get a loan. Yeah, absolutely. And for all that you're listening right now, if you have any questions as far as financing, just anything to do with that topic, just put them in the comments below on YouTube. Um, on Facebook, we're on LinkedIn, we're on theautoauthorities.com. Just send us the message because this is confusing. And and Gerald and I, I mean, Gerald's been doing this for 22 years. I've been doing 26 plus years. This is not easy stuff. And I can't even imagine, Gerald, if, if I, if I didn't do this every single day and I, I hadn't bought a car in 10 years, like what would it be like to actually, (laughs) Like, go buy a car right now. Well, you know, it's got to be a shock. I mean, people go in looking at a used car thinking 350 400 and they're just yeah. payment, 777 I, I did want to give a couple of tips just to kind of help people out, just to, you know, be a little bit more ready. I mean, one easy thing, open up an Experian account or a Credit Karma account. It's right there. You can see your credit report. You can see your bureau. You can see all of your all of your open accounts, 
and get an idea where you're at. It's not exactly the same models that dealerships use, so the score is going to be off slightly, but it gives you an idea. One other thing that I think a lot of people are going to hit with, especially younger people and college graduates, have a few credit cards opened, a small loan or a couple of credit cards at least, because a lot of banks, a lot of national banks, they are automatically declining people if they don't have three lines of qualifying credit. So that's three lines that report to the bureau that you've made payments on for the reason I said, if you're looking to buy a car in five or six months, that you've made at least three monthly payments on. You are... That gets you a qualifying score. You have one line of credit and it's an 800 score, meaningless. You're going to get declined almost everywhere. I'm going to tell you this, Gerald. It is so interesting you said that. And I'm going to share a story. And it sucks too because my son, Ben, he's an awesome kid. He's 21 years old. And he's been an authorized user on one of our credit cards. And I'm like, dude, you have to, like, if you're going to go buy a car, you have to get credit under your belt. We went to just a simple credit card company. He does not have bad credit, but his score is really low because he doesn't have any credit. Yeah. So he went, he got declined there and he got declined at the credit union that he uses. So my best advice for that is get a secured credit card. That is where you're going to, it's going to help raise your rate. It basic you basically take 300 bucks and you spend your month. It, even though it's a credit card, it's, it's a secured, it's a secured credit card. A regular credit card is called unsecured, meaning if you don't make your payments, they really can't do anything with a secured credit card. When you're, when you have put a hundred dollars on a secured credit card, that's your own money. You just, you're basically just paying yourself back. And it gives them that security that they're going to get their money. And it's a good way to raise your credit score. Oh, absolutely. It functions like a debit card, basically, because right. you're loading the money in and then taking it out. But it reports to the Bureau. And uh, Chime does something like that. Yeah. Credit Karma has a credit builder. So there's things you can do. But you definitely want to have at least three lines of credit or at least at least one fairly big line that can help you out because student loans, they don't count. Man, this is, so... and then, Hey, uh, just, just one other thing is we're kind of, kind of winding it down. But one thing that I've seen, and I'm sure you've seen a lot over the years at different dealerships. If you get your credit ran, if you didn't get credit karma, you didn't get Experian, you just want to see where it's at running at once. Isn't going to hurt you. It's fine but it counts. It goes on your bureau. Mm -hmm. What I see a lot of people do is go dealership to dealership to dealership to dealership and think that the dealerships are going to find something different in the bureau. They won't. (laughs) The dealership has to give you, if they run your credit, a risk-based pricing printout, which shows your score or the lack of a score if you don't have one, have you sign it. And it also gives you a website, a federal government website that allows you to see your whole credit report through the FTC. So everything's legit. You know it. That way you have the information. If you're going to do it at a dealership, do it once and then stop until you're ready to buy a car. There's no reason to run it at multiple dealerships. All it does is hurt you. And if you don't buy a car within the month, that's going to really pummel your score too. It's a big negative. Don't do it. Yeah, You don't need to have your credit ran at a dealership 
until you go to the dealership and you're ready to buy the car and you've already decided that's the car you're buying. No reason to run your credit before that. You can go to Cap One. They do pre-approvals without a credit pull. Um, and lots of credit unions do too. It's called a soft pull. So if you are at a dealership and they want to pull your credit, ask them, hey, is it a soft pull? If it isn't, that's okay. They don't even need a bureau then. They just need your address and they can pull it. So you know it's a soft pull because otherwise they need your date of birth, social security number. If they're asking for that, it's a hard pull. It's counted on your bureau. This is so valuable, folks. Like these things that Gerald is 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 letting you know is this is how you prepare yourself. There is nothing more fun than going to a dealership and getting blindsided only to find out something popped up on your bureau that you didn't know about. You didn't have the credit that you that you thought you had. And it gets very, very stressful. So take these pieces of advice. Leave your comments below. Go to the autoauthorities.com and subscribe to our podcast and tell everybody about us. We want to we want more yeah. people just like you and listeners. But before we leave, Gerald, do you have anything else that you want to share? Yeah, hey, just just one thing. I don't want to sound like I'm hammering on the dealerships because they may not know. If you're asking a salesperson, is this a hard pull or a soft pull? They honestly may not know. It's not mean-spirited. They just they just don't know. They don't care. They see the report. The way to tell, and just remember, <laughs> if they need your social security number, it's hard. It's counting. If all they need is your address, let them do it. Who cares? It doesn't hurt anything. That's a huge piece of gold, golden nugget there. I didn't even know that. I mean, I know what soft and hard pulls are, but I didn't realize that you couldn't do a soft pull without a social security number. Gerald- You can't do a hard pull without it. So if he's saying, yeah, I just need your social to do the soft pull. No, no, he's wrong. He doesn't need it. All he needs is your address. For those of you that <laughs> are listening to this and not able to see this, what do you, what did you have in your hand there, Jared? I had my friend Grady, the sales badger, your overly Ooh. aggressive, stereotypical Ooh, scary. salesman. Yeah. So if he's saying, yeah, just need your social, it won't count. It counts. <laughs> he's it just counts. wrong. Just sign right here, Mr. Yep. Mr. Smith. Don't give your social until you're ready to buy the car. And ideally, you already tried to get financing lined up somewhere. Really important. Yeah, absolutely. Well, everybody, thanks for joining us today. Um, I really appreciate it. Um, and I hope you appreciate it. I hope you appreciate all these tips. Again, share this with your friends. Go to theautoauthorities.com. Um, go to the Auto Authorities on YouTube page. Subscribe. Tell everybody you know about us. And we will see you next week. Peace. See ya.